0: I'm your host, Matt Prater. Today we've got the follow-up special from the Australian Gospel Music Festival. At Easter in Toowoomba, they had over 40,000 visitors, and it brings over $9 million into the local economy. With artists like James Morrison, Super Chick, Barlow Girl, Jimmy Needham, Planet Shakers, it was an absolute party. Today we're going to catch up with some of those artists in our History Makers EGMF 07 special. First, here's Barlow Girl talking about their trip to Australia
1: so far. It has been honestly. It totally exceeded our expectations. Oh, by far. Because like when we like go to like Europe and stuff, like it's just. I mean, one, the language barrier is really hard. And uh, but so just it's been kind of interesting. So like coming here, we're like okay, there'll be like four people at the show, and we'll just you know we'll just do it because it's ministry and it's great. And like these kids are the most passionate kids. I mean, they're so real here, and it's just the most incredible. Thing. and it's like they're even more passionate when we lead worship than they are about you know like yeah. our songs and it's just it's rare really, it's really it's, rare you don't even encounter that so much in the state no and it's just been unbelievable so we are so excited yeah. to be here it's, it's just probably just,
2: becoming one of actually our favorite places to it come. seriously so, it's so. and it's beautiful yeah like we held a koala yesterday uh,
0: <laughs> the girls spoke about the diamond rings they wear and what they represent
2: yes um We aren't married. Um, uh, But old enough to be. But Yeah, old enough to be. Um, (laughs) No, uh, when we were each 16 years old, um, mom and dad, you know, we had always talked about purity in our family and um, kind of just would we be willing to kind of take a stand in our own lives of purity. And so when we were 16, um, after we had prayed many years about it, my parents had sat each one of us down and said, girls, would you be willing to take the stand now that you've prayed, now that you've sought God? Are you willing to really pursue a life of purity? Um, And if you are, we're ready to partner with you in this. And so we said, yeah, each of us had really felt God just kind of tugging at our hearts. And so it kind of just symbolizes the fact that we're waiting for our future spouses um, physically, emotionally, um, and really seeking God. Really just giving God our our single years, really pursuing Him in this time. A lot of people ask why there are diamonds. My mom has always told us since we were younger that the most beautiful diamonds are made under the most intense pressure. And so um, she gave us, uh, they gave us each a diamond to really remind us that if we want to become purified, beautiful diamonds, we're gonna need to allow God to bring pressure in our lives, to form us and shape us to be beautiful wives one day and beautiful mothers. And so that's a reminder um, of what we're supposed to be doing in our single years. Um, can you tell us
0: who you look to for leadership when you're on tour?
2: Mom and dad, I mean, they travel with us everywhere.
1: I mean, they, I'm, seriously, I don't think we've had a show like where either one, haven't, either one of them haven't been there. And so they keep us grounded, they keep us in check, and uh, obviously also our church back home. Obviously, yes. we are covered with. They pray for us all the time. They're always, you know, checking in with us and stuff. And we also have a brother as well, who uh, who's always he, there for he us. He makes you sure know? we're. You yeah, sure we make sure we're in good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. So, we have a lot of awesome people that just are around us all the time, praying for us, you know, all the time. So and it's they're just willing awesome. to be
2: real with us, Absolutely. too. You know, a lot of times when, you know, if we're getting kind of like selfish or, you know, whatever, coffee kind of cocky about stuff, it's great because we'll walk on the bus and mom will be like, all right, time to do chores. You know, like mm-hmm. it's really time to get your go act together go clean. You know, and so. it's just, God's really set up some. Tough love around us in our lives, but I know it's really what we need it's right awesome. now. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah. The girls from the US band Ballo Girl are role models for young girls all over the world. So, as single girls, what is it they look for in a guy?
2: Hello. Um, <laughs> We can tell you what we're not looking for. I'm just kidding. Um.
1: I think the leader is a big thing a spiritual leader a strong spiritual leader I think is very important um, to us girls obviously it has to be good looking Um,
2: preferably tall dark hair no No, I'm just kidding Um, yeah I think I think for us the thing that what really, really impresses us, um, with guys is when we see a guy just following God wholeheartedly, um, not distracted. and not distracted by the things of this world, to really see a guy just run after God in like a love, really love relationship, I, to me, nothing's more attractive in a male yeah. than, than to see something like that because I know that he'll be a good father. He'll be a good husband if he puts God first. In everything. In everything. Yeah. That he will be able to love us as Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. So that is definitely something that first and foremost, I think yeah we all look for. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The song Never Align was a huge hit for Ballet Girl. Here's the story behind the song. We
2: were going through a very, very difficult time um, in our lives. We had pretty much, God had kind of called us to do a bunch of things in our lives and just said, you know, girls, I have this for you now. And we had quit all of our jobs and everything and come home and like getting ready for the next step that He had yeah. for us. And then the next step didn't come. <laughs> and <laughs> well, literally was, in a day, we got there. a phone call and everything fell through. Everything that we had, that we felt God had said, this is it. Follow this, follow me, obey me. And then we sat back and said, Lord, what is going on? We thought you said to obey you, and now you're just going to leave us high and dry. Like, is this a joke? And um, I just remember feeling very discouraged, very almost like, okay, so now, and then we're crying out for God, and where's his voice? Where is he? And we sat there in our living room as a family and just cried out to God and just had this prayer time. And at the end of the prayer time, for some reason, Becca had had her guitar out, and she started playing, and um, I started singing. A line that I had written in my journal earlier that week Which was, I cried out with no reply And um, we started to sing it And just started to kind of sing our hearts to God And within 20 minutes the song came out And I remember my dad ran and he goes What is that? And we're like, I don't know It's just kind of a a song we're just writing right now And he's like, whatever it is got to keep going with that And um, it was a really quick song It was a prayer time song And um, I think the thing we felt the most was God just saying Girls, no matter what you're feeling right now I need you to stand on the fact that I will never leave you or forsake you and to know that your feelings don't ever set you free, but my words and my truths do. And so that's kind of how that song came about.
0: This is History Makers, and we're looking back at the biggest gospel music event in the country, AGMF, held over the Easter weekend. Performers included Barlow Girls, Soul Frame, Super Chick, James Morrison, and an artist from Adelaide who's now making it big in the States, Michelle Tunes. Here she is talking about how reading and literature really helps the songwriting process.
3: Definitely. I, I read a book called The Alchemist, and um, I relate it to the Christian faith and it's about a boy that searches for his treasures outside of his home and he ends up finding it underneath the same tree that he slept under for all his life and for me that's like the Christian walk Is sometimes we stray but for me the peace, true peace comes from my home which is in Christ so literature definitely influences me because I can't live all those stories at once so it's good to to read them.
4: (laughs) Michelle do you have a happy place so to speak that you go to uh,
0: to help the writing and creative process?
3: Um, Well the time when I was most inspired I think when I was about four and my family moved me to Malaysia um, because dad was a headmaster of a missionary school there and I just remember becoming a Christian then and then like little songs came out and music. I kind of go back to that place of just um, my relationship with God and how much it gives me joy and then the creative stuff happens from there and I get to see images and pictures and I believe that God reveals those to me through his word and through just my own mind and everything. So, And I, from there on I just can't stop writing and singing.
5: You live in LA these days. Part of church? Do you lead worship at all?
3: I am. I do. It's um a fairly small for uh, LA church. It's 250 to 300 members, and I sing on the worship team every now and again. Although I'm not, I'm not great at worship leading. I just get a bit scared doing that because I have my own little songs where, and I, you know, I've got the setup, so I'm a bit. Um, scared to lead worship, but I definitely sing on the worship team and help out. We
0: also asked Michelle if there are any stories of people's lives being positively influenced by her songs.
3: Yeah, um, there's a song that I sing a lot, it's called Please Come Back, and it's about the prodigal son and how his father has felt. And a lot of mums that have had uh, wayward teenagers that have either run away. Um, in fact, it's been about probably 10 to 15, which, you know, is pretty amazing. They've prayed for their child to return, and and they have, and and marriages have been restored. Like, um, a wife has just been praying, listening to that song, and then um, people praying for their sons or daughters to become Christians, and, and that's happened. So that's been pretty amazing for me. Yeah, and then just last week in Adelaide, I sang in a church, and 10 people gave their lives to Christ. And it was an AOG church which for me, like I don't do the mosh pit, you know, stuff like that. So, and, you know, AOGs are pretty lively and I'm from that background too, but that was incredible to hear that, that my music would affect people and, and that God used me in that way, so it's awesome.
0: This is History Makers and we're looking back at the biggest gospel music event in the country, AGMF, held over the Easter weekend. The Cross Alone is AGMF's first CD release. The album features 11 original songs by worship leader Evan Shelton and a cover of the classic hymn Messiah's Praise. We go back to the press room now to hear Evan Shelton and producer Craig Ross talk about how the album came together.
4: Yeah, I'm certainly very happy with the outcome. Um, For me, it was, to be honest, the first real crack at a studio record. So um, sort of go in with not a whole heap of expectations, but um, just confident in Craig's abilities, I guess, so yeah, I'm really really happy with um, the end product, I think I think it's a good reflection of the heart of the songs, definitely Yeah, all my songs um, are a reflection of things that have been taught in our church and in the church of the city over the last few years, you know um, so basically it's just been internalizing the word of God that's come from the pulpit, and um, then just letting it sort of sit, you know in, in your spirit, and then it, it comes out in the songs you know um, so it it hasn't happened in a vacuum for me it's always it's been part of the um, the local body um, I just love the idea that um, you know we all know that God owns the world and he created the world I just like putting that thought a bit closer to our our, our reality that each town is actually God's and you know we, we think of institutions and businesses and stuff it's just secular you know it's just stuff but actually it all belongs to God as well and I just like putting that into a song, like, hey, this is God's town, this is His space, and this town exists to bring Him fame, as everything does, you know? Um, so I just like that thought, you know, that God, hey, this is God's place, and every town is God's place, and we should view it like that and pray for it. Like, God wants to be glorified in every part of our town,
5: every institution and every business, every school, you know? I think from my perspective, when you're, yeah, when you're producing a lot of different projects, I think the one thing that you look for is the uniqueness in the project. And, and I think the thing that excited me the most about this project is the quality of the songs Evan brought to it um, and the fact that there was... A, a, it is the voice of a, of, a, of a city that's crying out to God for revival. You know, Ultimately, as a musician, that's what I was created for, was, was to make music to worship our God. And um, quite honestly, to, to be involved in the, in the AGMF project was, was it a real opportunity for me to, to do that and um, I also think that now nowadays for being the little guy in the industry it is is not a bad thing anymore it used to be the big labels kind of owned the way and all those things are gone which you know I'm sure the big guys aren't real happy about but for an artist who first has a song to sing, and is really keen to get out there and work hard and find their audience. I think the sky's the limit at the moment. You know, the, the one thing I try and talk through with a new artist is is what's what's that one song or what's that one thing you've got to get up and sing about whether there's 5,000 people out the front or five people because that's what's going to keep you going, you know. If it's all about the, the fluff and polish, that goes away really, really quickly. And if, if things don't take off commercially, you get depressed really, really quick. And I think if you stay true to yourself and just sing about the things that you, you're concerned about and the things that you really feel God's put on your heart, because that's, that's going to keep you doing it. That's what kept Steve Grace going for 20 years, you know. He's got a song to sing and he knows who he needs to sing it to and that, that's why he's still going rather than relying on the commercial success. Thanks for listening to History Makers and our AGMF special. For more details
0: or listen to the show again, or to download any of the interviews, go to historymakersradio.com. History
2: Makers.